this podcast series in which we share conversations with interesting and inspiring people in the large yacht industry. Today, I'm pleased to welcome two guests. We have Robert Von Tull, the founder of Water Revolution Foundation, and Nikos Evlanis, the president of the Center of Sustainability and Excellence. Now, as you might remember from a podcast we did with Robert last year, the Water Revolution Foundation is a nonprofit focused on driving and accelerating sustainability in the superyacht industry. We talked at length back then about the organization's ambitious and fully attainable goals, not the least of which is that the superyacht industry can proactively establish its own sustainability agenda before legislators force one upon us. Not only that, but the industry's agenda can go beyond what typical legislative requirements hold. What we didn't go into, though, was how. How does a company eager to embrace and establish a well-rounded sustainability agenda figure out where to start? The solution comes in the form of specialized sustainability training. Robert and the Water Revolution Foundation have partnered with Nikos and his team at the Center of Sustainability and Excellence for this very purpose. The course is a sorry, not the course, the center is a renowned sustainability training institute, and it is providing a credited and proven program tailored to the superyacht industry. So we'll talk about this program and what it means, not just for the companies themselves, but also superyacht owners in today's podcast. So let's see, we're waiting for Nikos to jump on. So I'm going to start with Robert. Let's get him on the line here. There we go. Robert, welcome to Mega Yacht News Radio. Thank you, Diane. Good to be back on your show. Thank you again for having me. Yeah, absolutely. So I'd like to get started with you about how you determined that the Center of Sustainability and Excellence was the right partner. And when when Nikos jumps on the line, we'll we'll bring him in too. Yes, thank you. So uh, this was 2016. It was prior to the founding of the Water Revolution Foundation. And I was looking for a course uh, to prepare myself and further educate myself into the, the important topic and concept of sustainability. And uh, I found a course that was a two-day course in London provided by uh, CSE and uh, um, taught by Nikos. And um, I was attending the course for, for the reason of educating myself, but also to check if this could be something to bring into the yachting industry. And um, I attended the program, and it was really inspiring, uh, also by the, the fellow students coming from all kinds of trades and, and industries. Uh, but definitely the content was so interesting that I, was, I, I thought I need to bring this into the industry. And um, everybody needs to learn in this way about the concept, the real concept of sustainability, and especially how you can get started uh, as of tomorrow, basically. Right. I, I actually was very struck by that, too. And for those of you listening, I actually took this course that Robert and, Nick, and Nikos put together uh, earlier this summer at Robert's invitation uh, because he believes, and I absolutely agree, that it's important for those of us in the media to really understand what sustainability is all about and the various issues that are surrounding it. And one of the things that really struck me, Robert, was the, the issue of greenwashing when companies are providing misleading information about how their products or their approach 
is environmentally friendly. And, you know, I know it's not always done deliberately. There's not a nefarious, you know, intent all the time, but I, I was really um, surprised from my own perspective that as much as I've spotted some questionable claims about things being eco-friendly or, or, you know, having a lesser impact, I actually did not recognize in the past some other instances of greenwashing. And I suspect that I'm probably not alone in that. So can you talk a bit about how greenwashing has occurred in yachting and give some examples of, of things that people should be aware of? Yeah, thank you for bringing up that, that topic. It's, uh, it's two-sided, basically. There's, there's, of course, the greenwashing in itself, which I'll uh, go into in a, in a minute. Uh, but also, as a yachting industry, we are, let's say, um, focused on uh, public scrutiny of, of uh, um, general media that has a lack of understanding of our industry. Uh, also, because it is, in the, especially in their eyes, a secretive industry. There's not much public information available. So it's um, in that way, we're not providing a lot of information to let broader audience understand um, the, the yachting industry and, and the yachting lifestyle. Now, greenwashing in itself is something that occurs when a certain action is introduced as um, this is this is very um, let's say a, a big effort in uh, in reducing environmental footprint and and this is how we clean our act and this is basically it. So. Becoming more sustainable is an ongoing process, and you're basically never finished, and you can always do better. So all your actions need to be be part of a bigger plan, um, and in that way you're never finished. So that is also important to emphasize uh, when you introduce or when you communicate about something that you uh, do as a company or even individual. Um, also recognizing that this is on the path of further improving. Um, also, when you present an action um, that is basically tackling part of the problem, so um, water evolution uh, takes a very uh, strong focus of uh, life cycle assessment, for instance, assessing yachts uh, and their environmental footprint. But if you only look at the operational side and don't take into consideration the manufacturing side or even an end of life, um, not so much of yachts, but especially of systems on board, um, you do get a, a limited view on uh, the improvement or actually the footprint of this particular system. So um, you're not tackling the entire problem if you don't take the entire life cycle into account. Um, and if you don't do that, that could be uh, received as, as greenwashing. Yeah, one of the when you brought up the you know the systems on board, that reminded me of a conversation I had with one of the other students during the course. She was from a um, an entertainment and um, you know AV supply company, and she was discussing how they looked into some of the heat generated by the you know by the materials that are used on board, the systems, the components that they use on board. And even the manufacturing process, they were already moving towards software doing the majority of the work and lessening the hardware aspect to their components. 
And in looking at it even further through the lens of the course, they saw some additional ways to really reduce that footprint. Yeah, that's exactly the the aim. So we do recognize that, uh, that those that have taken the course, they they experience it as a as a big eye opener of the entire concept of sustainability. So it's not it's definitely not only uh, looking at the environmental impact, uh, but definitely also at the the social and economic uh, sides of business. And those three in balance, that's that's when something becomes sustainable. Yeah, let's talk more about those those social and economic economic impacts because those were definitely eye openers for me. You know, there's um, there's a lot of talk these days, rightfully so, about corporate social responsibility, and yeah. that's really a lot of what this comes down to. The you know the human element, in particularly the the business ethics element, all of those components. So, can you talk a bit about that? you know, the human element and that local impact that it has? Yeah, so every company um, acts within a, a local community. Um, and part of sustainability is also to, to look after your local community, both in social ways, but also in economic ways. Um, so there are tremendous, uh, various uh, examples of, of social programs, uh, of course, employee training, but also participating in, in events in your local community that you uh, participate or provide materials for, um, for uh, less privileged children, for instance. So there is this in, uh, that's an entire program possible that is even less related to your core business, perhaps, uh, but more to the environment you operate in and the people you employ or interact with. Um, that, that is an important part of a sustainability program as well. And of course, sustainability is about um, being able to do something for the longer term without jeopardizing the opportunities for future generations. Um, so that also comes with a, a strong economic side, to be economically sustainable for the longer uh, period of time and not be focused in that way on, on short-term term gain, gains that, um, that even come at a, at a cost of something else. Um, so those are the other two uh, concepts that are part of sustainability, but the most obvious one, and also where the, the most is to win in our industry or the most is to improve, is the environmental side. Right, right. Makes a lot of sense. So... The course overall is obviously helping companies be proactive and it's showing how that, you know, taking the initiative can positively impact the company's image among its clientele. It's a pretty obvious question that I have, but I, I think it still bears asking. Why should a company really care about that? Because some people might say, well, you know, as a shipyard, we will build the yacht the way the client wants. Or um, a designer or a supplier might say a similar thing. You know, we will do what the client wants. So what, what do you think about that? How do you answer that question? Yeah, thank you for raising that because that's, that's of course, key to uh, getting the, the focus more and more on, on sustainability, but also to drive the right programs in, in becoming that and involving everyone. Um, this industry has typically and historically also been focusing and, and also 
grew in that way by focusing entirely on the desires and wishes of the client. Um, and if there is a current group of clients that is not particularly um, interested yet or convinced or sees the benefits of investing in this direction, um, that should not in that way slow down the progress by the industry because it's not only a responsibility uh, to become more sustainable and to participate in the entire international um, trend or de development to really become more sustainable and more look after the uh, environment, etc. But it's also um, an opportunity. We are, as an industry, with the clientele that we are able to, uh, to work with, we are in a unique position, and especially with the connection uh, for and, and uh, love for the um, for the ocean, we are really in a in a position to to drive change and to even develop yachts and yachting as a force for positive change. Um, there is also a possibility to even reach a new clientele or a new generation of clients uh, that that do find it more important to uh, reduce environmental impact. So it's for several reasons, and even beyond clients, there's also a, a challenge, of course, for the, the companies to attract uh, talent and a new and younger workforce. And also there are examples of companies that are struggling and not, not in our industry or, or um, let's say there are bigger examples outside of our industry that are struggling to get uh, attracted talent from universities because they don't want to work for the companies that are causing the problem, they want to work for companies that are part of the solution. And also from that perspective, um, it, it is already important to, to work towards this uh, important direction. Yeah, that's a really good point about the, the future employees. There's definitely been an attitude shift in recent years toward looking at a company you could say holistically. It's not good enough to simply get a job where you are welding or where you're designing or where you're, you know, fill in the blank, you're doing any number of different duties. That is important, of course, because it's putting your skill set to good use. But people want more satisfaction. They want the personal satisfaction. They want that soul satisfaction, even to a certain degree, knowing that the company is trying to do the right thing. So the companies that aren't paying attention to it or even, God forbid, flat out ignoring their potential impact are the ones that are losing out. And there definitely needs to be that mind shift on the employer side. Yeah, absolutely. And again, it's, it's not only a responsibility, it's absolutely an opportunity. Um, so this, this is a, an, an important way to also uh, again enter a new era for our uh, yachting industry and um, and become a leader in this uh, in this field, uh, if you will, for the wider maritime industry. And we sometimes make the comparison to what Formula One is in terms of prototypes and new uh, experimenting with new technology um, that trickles down into the wider uh, automotive industry. It could be something that that the yachting industry can function um, as well in that way for, for the wider maritime industry that are more focused and more dependent on the return on investment. 
And um, there are already examples of our industry and clients that have worked with uh, innovative companies in the past uh, that, that created very innovative yachts and, and systems on board uh, that even generated uh, opportunities for a new business for that client. So um, our industry has the right uh, ingredients uh, and we as a foundation uh, are in that way founded to support that, facilitate that, create the right tools to, um, uh, to guide the industry uh, to do it scientifically sound, uh, be able to measure and quantify it, and in that way drive it um, and accelerate it especially. Right, right. Good points. Okay, we've got Nikos here, so let me see if I can bring him in. Um, hi, Diane hey, and uh, Rob. I, Robert, I can join the discussion, and uh, I'm sorry about my internet. No problem. No problem. Glad to, glad you were able to connect now. This is actually a good point to bring you in anyway. I want to get you to talk a bit about what the Center of Sustainability and Excellence does overall. Robert gave us a really good background on how he had joined a course in London a few years back and was impressed with it. So can you talk in general what you do with companies and how you work with them? Absolutely. Thank you for the uh, question. Uh, we are a leading global company in uh, uh, sustainability education. We have trained over 7,000 sustainability professionals, uh, 90% of Fortune 500 firms, and most important governmental organizations around the globe. Um, and we were the first to provide a certification on sustainability through the Certified Sustainability Practitioner Program. And this is an area where we work very closely with the Water Revolution Foundation and with Robert in order to provide the right education in super yacht industry and qualify um, uh, sustainability professionals there. Uh, but CSC has also a consulting division. We are working heavily in life cycle assessment, in ESG and sustainability reporting, um, in carbon footprint reduction, um, in stakeholder engagement and, and social return on investment. Um, usually we work in North America, Europe, Middle East and Asia. And we work either with uh, publicly listed firms, government organizations and NGOs um, in order to help them create appropriate sustainability strategies and, um, uh, um, and, and of course become more competitive after uh, applying appropriately sustainability. You, you talked about how sustainability has different um, different aspects to it, that it's um, you know, got social implications, for example. Robert and I talked about some of that, and I'd love for you to, to comment on it, too. That was one of the things that I found very eye-opening about the course, that sustainability is not just what I wrote about you know, reducing fuel consumption or um, avoiding single-use plastics, the things that people typically yeah. think of when it comes to sustainability, that social aspect and that, that human responsibility, the corporate social responsibility is such a huge component. So can you talk a bit about what yes, companies- Yes, uh, absolutely. I would be happy. I would be happy to do that. And that's a great question as well. Um, the, the, the major principles of a sustainable business is that doing a great job and have a fantastic economic performance respecting their employees, local communities, and of course, respecting the environment. 
Um, I hope we all understand that if, if you reduce your plastic or even if you reduce your carbon footprint, it is important. But if you ignore all the other aspects, obviously you're not going to make it. You're not going to make it in the future. So you're not going to be a very sustainable organization. So the environmental aspects are critical due to climate change, of course, and other factors because we need to protect our planet, but also social aspects are very critical as well. Um, how you take care of your employees, health benefits, um, equal rights as extremely important. How you contribute with your local communities, surrounding communities, um, supporting their needs. How you deal with your supply chains all over the globe, and especially the super yacht industries, uh, the shipyards have a huge supply chains with global impact. All these aspects are extremely important and in many other sectors, like energy, telecoms, uh, financial sectors, or food and beverage, has been already recognized uh, as extremely and equally important sectors with the environment for at least 10 years now. So we believe that also the super yacht industry should realize and understand that reducing plastic is great, but it's a very minor thing they, they have to do. They have so many other things to do in order to become more sustainable. Um, so um, holistic sustainability is extremely important um, and creating appropriate strategies and reporting that is going to address all these issues is the new way forward. Very good. Robert, how many people have taken the course so far? Uh, we had organized together with Nikos now four courses and 55 yachting in, uh, industry professionals have been trained. Very good. And how many times a year do you give the course? Uh, as often as possible. <laughs> um, but uh, we have another two scheduled for, uh, for the rest of this year. Um, so that would count to six, which is a, is a, good, um, is a good amount. Um, I do recognize that, that uh, it's takes sometimes a bit of an effort to convince industry professionals to take this course, but uh, as you have noticed yourself, afterwards the, the experiences and, and the, the credits are really positive um, because it's such an eye-opener and, and a very hands-on course. So um, we have some really strong testimonials uh, received after the course as well that helps us again promoting it to, uh, to other professionals in the industry. Right, right, good. One of the things that I also was very impressed by with the course is the option to become a certified sustainability practitioner. Um, Nikos, can you explain what that means and what extra benefits it yields for a professional and their employer? Yes, of course, I would be happy to do so. Um, so, um, as you, as I already mentioned, there are over 6,000 professionals. We believe right now there are 7,000 professionals that have attended this course. Um, so, we have designed special modules that address holistically sustainability. And after they do the modules, they have the opportunity to become certified sustainability practitioners. It means that they need to uh, create an assignment, meet particular criteria, and create a sustainability plan for their own organization. So as soon as they create this plan and meet the criteria, which means that the knowledge they have gained could, uh, is evident that could apply this knowledge practically 
in a way that they can help their organization. Then an independent assessor assess the assignment and if they pass the criteria, which are not very easy, if I have to be honest, they become qualified sustainability professionals. Um, usually around 70-75% of the um, attendees of our trainings um, become sustainability certified sustainability professionals and we are very happy to see that because this is a very good percentage but also it seems that the people that they're willing to become qualified in this field they also are committed and they give some time to prepare the assignment and another important factor is that a lot of the practitioners certified practitioners they come back to us six months after or eight months after or a year after and they say the course was great. We were able to apply some of the things we've learned and now we have seen a big difference. And, and we are very happy because it's not only the certification or the knowledge that you give, it's also the motivation to move on to the next step. And that's why we believe we have a number one course in the globe so far in sustainability because the motivation is great the content is revised every single year, so it's very fresh and up-to-date. And the people are convinced that this is the right thing to do. Robert, from your perspective, um, looking through the lens of a super yacht owner, what do you think the value is to them if they see that a company they're dealing with is one of these certified sustainability practitioners? Um, well, having one uh, certified practitioner in a company is certainly a good starting point um, to, to have the right conversations and to set up the right um, the program within the company to get started. Um, that already could be a good sign and a good um, uh, in that way, focus of, of a company that could be appreciated by, uh, by a yacht owner. Um, it is especially the the impact and the outcomes of, of these plans and, and how they're, they're implementing and acting uh, upon their their goals um, that that sets them apart. And hopefully that will be more and more recognized and appreciated by clients and uh, maybe even demanded. Um, so in, also in order for clients to be reassured that the choice they make is, um, is a sustainable one. Uh, which helped them again also in, in uh, various ways. Um, I have conversations, for instance, with uh, uh, yacht financers that are eager to to see progress in our industry as well to, in order to justify their financing of yachts uh, towards their stakeholders. So there's also an interesting drive from that perspective, which are more corporate, often publicly listed companies that also have this uh, duty to... Uh, to report on their sustainability progress. So those are all factors that um, uh, that are affecting our industry. Uh, but most importantly, we have we have an absolute opportunity as a sector to uh, to drive this and and become in the lead. And that together with uh, with yacht clients, yeah, that would be great. Utilizing basically the strategic position that we have um, all together. Yeah, absolutely. I agree, a hundred percent. Gentlemen, thank you so much for joining me today and for talking about what sustainability really means and how this training program is making an impact 
you know, from, from my experience with the course, honestly, I could have talked for hours about this with the two of you because there is so much. <laughs> really, truly. We are so, so happy much. to hear that, Diane. So this is a great testimony that we already had from you. So we are so happy to hear that. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad it helps. It, there really is, you know, no, no joke. There is so much to cover and there is so much that individuals like me and industry in general are really learning that we are capable of doing. So I think it's, it's a, a good wave. You know, it's going to get some more momentum and uh, the industry is going to continue to do so and make some progress. So thanks again, the two of you, for joining me. This was great. Thank you, Diane. Great pleasure. Thank you if so you much, like Diane, and apologies for my um, um, late arrival. No worries. No worries. We're glad we had you after all. Everyone, if you'd like to learn more about the training program that is being offered through Water Revolution Foundation, you can visit their website which is waterrevolutionfoundation.org. And to learn more about the Center for Sustainability and Excellence, you can visit their website, which is cse-net.org. That wraps up this episode of Mega Yacht News Radio. Thanks so much for listening. If you like what you hear, please share the word and subscribe to us automatically. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Our Heart Radio, and Yachtcast. And of course, to learn more about what's going on in the world of large yacht cruising, new construction, and design, you can check out our daily updated website, which is megayachtnews.com. Until next time, I'm Diane.